1: Hello, oh, and welcome to a very special edition of the Roka Report podcast. My name's Graham. I'll be your host today, and opposite me is Sunderland Chairman and owner, Stuart Donald. How are you doing, are you well?
0: Yeah, good, yeah, very good, thanks, yeah. Good,
1: mate, good. It's early morning, isn't it? Yeah, 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 you've got me up early for this one, that's yeah. fine. No, you've got me up early. Oh, sorry, was it was
0: <laughs> <laughs> How was your summer, busy? Yeah, busy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good day. good day. and, um... <laughs> I think I'm like everybody else the summer takes ages sometimes when you're when you're talking football, yeah you know everyone gets fed up pre season seems to take ages, and you just want it to start and um yeah it's 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 done, and um on we go now, so uh we've got a big ten months ahead, so we're only two league
1: games in, so it's difficult for me to kind of ask this question, but we'll ask it, but what have you made of the season so
0: far? <laughs> Well, it, it it's early days and hasn't settled down, has it? I mean, everybody says it's a cliche, but you need, you know, six to ten games to see it all settle down. I think I'll be the same as everybody else. I think you come back. It's a much more settled summer and you you wanna start like a train, don't you? And yeah. win four of the first five games. So, you know, when when you draw and not winning you're you're frustrated. You know, from uh from that perspective, I'd like always like to have a couple more points because what happens when you don't do that is every game feels pressure um, yeah. and I feel that pressure. Um, I think it's only natural. Uh, so if you get a few points ahead you can actually enjoy the games a lot more. Whereas, you know, later on today it's going to feel like a must win. Tuesday will feel like a must win. Yeah. And next Saturday's going to feel like a must win. Whereas if you've won your first four games and you lose the fifth one, whilst you win on win them all, you, you 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 relax a little bit more. But when you... You feel that, you know, you expect to be near the top of the league and, and you start a little bit slow, you're always thinking, oh god, you know, the, the pressure's on to win this one. And I think you, you don't want to be like that, so I'm just hoping we can get a few wins on the board early now. Talking about pressure,
1: um, last time we spoke, literally days after the, the playoff final, and there's been a lot made of it, you must have heard of it since you've been back on Twitter. Talk about having a 100-point 100 100 yep. season. Straightforward question, is it still a target? <coughs>
0: yeah, it has to be a target, and 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 you and you aim for that. But you know w- w- what I think the the views of that is: if we aim for a hundred, and we end up with ninety-four, that 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 should be good enough. Um yes. you know. <coughs> but but we we've got to go at it. Jack knows, the players know, I know what the expectation is this year. Last year it wasn't a free hit because I think we all wanted to to bounce straight back, um, and at certain times through the season, you thought that was going to happen. Um, but as it got towards the end, it, it looked less likely. Um, and the playoffs is always a lottery. So you come into this season, there's a huge expectation on us. And rightly so. We 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 want everybody to turn up expecting us to win, expecting us to challenge for things, because that's what gives us hope. And it's hope that, that really gets you excited about your football club. And should we hope and expect this year? Absolutely. So we've got to set ourselves a target. And I think we all know that, if we don't get promoted, it it will be uh it will be failure. And and unlike last year, which you know you look at and you can sort of accept in some ways, it, it would it would I think feel a little bit different this season if we didn't make it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Um moving on, sort of the transfer, contracts, summer yep. business, all that kind of stuff. Uh one of the most common questions that we've received is about the fact that most of our signings have been free. So now George Dobson was signed for free. Um, Jordan Willis obviously does represent value for money and also you've got to bear in mind that I think we spoke about this or you spoke about this before the Heronveen game even free transfers do have (laughs) maybe higher wages, higher fees to bring in because they know that the, the actual transfer value is free but I think one thing people want to hear you talk about is whether or not we're in a position to spend money if we need to before the end of the transfer window
0: Yeah, and we've been in that position all the way through we're talking about strengthening the team probably with two to three more signings uh before the window shuts uh and and a couple of players on the desk you know uh, uh, are probably going to cost us half a million pounds if 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 we decide they're the ones to go for. Um, a lot's been made of our finances continually since um since we've come in. I can't say it anymore. Uh, and <laughs> I've said it before: we are in cracking financial shape. And if we think it's the right thing to do to spend money, then we'll spend it. Um, there's lots of clubs that haven't spent an awful lot of money this summer. You know, you look at you look at the guys that went up instead of us, Charlton, in the league above. I mean, L- 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 Boyer didn't spend a lot of money and hasn't spent a lot of money again. Yet he's assembled a, a squad that's value for money, and and. And they've won two in two in the championship. Yeah. Um look at, I mean the goalie didn't cost us anything, but we'd sign him. I think on on balance we'd have um, you know, Maguire. Um obviously Lebbetter didn't cost as much, but but the team's full of, of of players that we spent money on, you know. Um and you know, <laughs> we we could go out and spend ten Well, if we went out and spent 10-12 million pounds, it's not the right thing to do in this league. Nobody else does it. We've we've got the most expensively assembled squad in this league. Um, And if we want to go out and and buy a couple more players, then we can do. But the reality of it is, there are very good players out there that currently don't have a club that uh, if like thought they were going to get a championship or Premier League club. Um, And so... They don't command a transfer fee now, but what they do command is is decent wages. And um, you know, um, the, the agent's saying to us, I mean, you, you know, one of the lads we had a look at, he said, well, there's no, there's no fee on this lab, but what a player we want we want a sign on for six hundred thousand. Um, now we didn't pay that, but yeah. the reality of it is that's the psyche of um, players and their agents who run their contracts down. They run their contract down. So that they don't attract a fee Better on problem. the basis that they then get the fee. So it's it's a slight myth. Um, and it is, you know, an easier negotiation to negotiate that way than negotiate with a club. Um, because when you're Sunderland and come in, one of the problems that we've got is, you know, we can we wander in for a player at, at the moment and, you know, uh, somebody else has come in with an offer of 100,000. We think the player's worth hundred thousand and straight away because it's Sunderland is half a million. Um and that and that makes it more difficult because you know to a degree you're overpaying. Um but but to answer the question, yeah. We 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 can do uh whatever business in, in this league that we think we need to. It's about spending smart? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um straightforward question are there any sign ins imminent? Um well, if you ask Jackie's he's a bit more cautious than me, so he'd probably say, "Well, not quite yet." But um, me being excitable, I'd say yes, yes. Um, uh, we're we're not far away on one, um, and and that one might extend to three, but it might end up being two. If if you ask me now, I would I would hope we'll sign a couple of players next week. I certainly expect there to be one. Without naming names, positions. Uh, they're defensive players.
1: How many positions do you feel we could do with strengthening in an ideal
0: world? Only a couple. Um, I, I think if if you look at our our squad, um, we've we've got um, an awful lot of goals in it. Senior goals. Someone was telling me that, that you know, senior goals wise, we we've got something like six hundred goals in our team. Um. You know, Will Griggs got a history of scoring goals. So has um Charlie. Uh Mark Marks come in and, and scores goals. Uh, you know, you, you, you look at the wingers, you know, a lot lot made of Marcus Madison. Um <laughs> and, and, you know, we should be signing him. Um if we sign him, do we play Aidan McGeady You know? Aidan McGee would find his way into yeah. I think any, any team, team in this league. And um it, it it's modern football, everybody plays football manager, don't they? Um, you know, everybody goes, yep, sign this player, sign that player, sign that player. But we 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 we've we've got to put the squad together. And I think we've got um a lot of central midfielders, a lot of central defenders. I, I think there's no secret we're after a, a left back to give Denver some competition. Um and that's probably our 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 biggest issue, to make sure that, you know, we've got that. Um and maybe one other defender. Um, possibly, but there's goal that you, you know we we have got an experienced um, squad that has been as individuals successful, who who are good players at this level. Yeah, um, and we've worked hard to assemble that, and now um, you know we we got to go out and deliver. So I, I, I don't think you know player wise we we should be that far away from from what we need and. If we are, we got a problem because we only got <laughs> a week or so left, and we're into the season. So you you would you wouldn't want us now thinking we need, you know, eight or nine players to put together and try and mold into a team. Yeah, I, I think ninety percent of the work's done is just the icing on the cake we need. Um, regarding McNulty, um, I think everyone's been quite
1: impressed with his his beginning. getting only three games in, everything can change for yeah. for any player, positive and negative, but. One question um, some fans asked were Do we have, is there, can Reading recall him in January? And do we have an agreed fee if he has a successful season at the
0: end of the season Uh, to bring him in permanently? No, we don't have an agreed fee. um, And I don't think they can recall him. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm I'm 99% sure they can't recall him.
1: Yeah. Um, Wanted to talk about Algon's a little bit. Yep. Um, obviously, Carter has gone. We, t- we touched on Lee a little bit on the last podcast right. and, and Brian Oviedo, I think. <clears throat> yep. I think we know why those two sort of leave. You can touch them off if, if there was extra reasons outside of it made financial sense. But George Honeyman, I think, took a lot of people by by surprise. And a lot of talk about Honeyman, and I think you sort of discussed it um, sort of in the press, how Jack knew before before you did Yes. Um, what What was the thinking about essentially selling your captain days before the season? Do you not think
0: it was a bit risky? Well, a lot's made of um, and, and it's Sunderland, so there's always gossip goes around. A lots made about some of the players that we signed and some of the players we've let go, as if I'm telling Jack what he should do. Um, well, if I'm going to do that, I won't bother with a football manager. Um, you, you know, you have a football manager because because they're the expert and the people assembled around them. Which essentially is Tony Coton, um, you know, and, and, and Richard Hill. And then Jack, um, is obviously the, the, the manager. Yeah. So so ultimately you, you can't do anything that your manager doesn't want to do because that that's that's the, you you just can't operate a football that football club that way. And with Jack then he has James Fowler and, and, and his um and his management team. Now all of the decisions on the footballing side um are between those guys. And they reach agreement on it and agree the way to go. And then they tell me or ask me whether or not they can do whatever it is that they want to do. Um, and my function is to um, get the best financial result for the football club so I can give them the biggest amount of flexibility financially to do what they want. So they decide, the players that come in, they decide the players that go, um, and we haven't yet had a scenario whereby we've had an offer for a player. If you like, and Jack said, "No, no, you, you know, I want to, I want to keep him." And I've gone well actually. In the interest of the football club, you know, we think the deal's too good. And blah blah blah. We, we, Jack, Jack, and I, and Tony Cohen have been aligned on all the decisions. And when you're talking about George Honeyman, the call came in from um, whoever it was uh, at Hull to Richard um, Hill. Richard spoke to Jack um, before he spoke to me. They had the conversation, and then I was informed, this is what they want to do. Is it an issue? And I said, you spoke to the manager? And he said, yep, yeah, that's what you want to do? Yep, yeah, that's fine. And that's the way it should work, and that is the way it does work. Um,
1: do you think you went a little bit too cheaply?
0: Um, no, I don't. I, I don't think so. Um, value. Uh,
1: for us anyway
0: yeah uh, well off, off the back of the way that it's all described to be, and how we see the team knitting together and what's right for the player and, and, and what's right for the club um, on balance it, it was it was a, a sensible arrangement um, could we have held out for a little bit more maybe um, you know but uh, it, it was very quick it was a very quick Arrangement. I, I I didn't know anything about it and it, that's not usual that actually I get a phone call that says, uh, we've had an offer, we'd like to accept it, um, we spoke to the manager, um, we're ready to go, any issue. Normally, over a period, I get a conversation that says, you know, um, uh, oh, we'll expect an offer in due course, I think it'll be about this, uh, let's, you know, and it, and it takes a bit of time. George's transaction was literally... Very very quick, but um I didn't say uh, as you wouldn't want me to. You've got to sell him. Yeah, we don't want him. Da, 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 da. That 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 offer came in. The football management talked about it. I think they then talked about it with George, and collectively we thought that's the right thing for him and for us.
1: So we didn't have to sell him. Essentially, it was just it just made sense across the board.
0: Yeah, we haven't. Uh, uh, and again, a lot is made of 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 the fact that we we cash in etc. We 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 didn't agree to sell Aidan McGeady. We didn't agree to sell. Luke 09, and we didn't agree to sell um, John McLaughlin. Was somebody in Luke 09? Yeah. Um, uh, but but we don't want to sell them. We don't have to sell them. Can't sell Luke. So, well, you know. <laughs> it's uh, uh, nice. and, and again, at the <laughs> end of the day, what happens is they come in and you talk to your football manager and they go, No, and then you take their advice. Well, is that a good offer? Well, he's going to be worth more than that in due course, or I don't think the boy wants to to leave, or, you know, whatever it will be. But, you know, I mean, I I see all the rumours, you know, we're going to cash in on Aidan, we're going to cash in on John. Of course, all those people that say that go extremely quiet when actually the window shuts, and we turn down the offers and we keep them, because sometimes it doesn't fit the odd person's agenda to say, you know, we're, we're, we're cashing in. But like the youngsters in the academy, we lost a couple. But nobody talks about the ones that we persuaded to stay from, you know, out of the jaws of a Man United or a Man City or a Liverpool or Tottenham. It's all focused on Yeah. Oh well we've sold this one so we must want to sell them. We we we've done well this year to keep a couple of lads in our academy having talked to them because we we turned down offers from from Premier League clubs, big Premier League clubs. Um so just like we've we've turned down offers for Aidan and and uh you know john and 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 Luke, because you know w- we want to build a team that's going to get out of the league and and you don't do that by selling your best players, but yeah. again if if Tony Cohen and Jack had, had said to me, well, actually, this offer's really good, and the player probably wants to go, and yes he's he's this, but I've got a replacement who we think is as good or better then I might have to take a bit of flack because you know I'd have got a stick if, if I'd let any of those players go. But if the management had told me it was the right thing to do, I'd have had to take the stick and back them and um, back the fact that they think they can get better replacement. But they, they weren't the conversations on those players.
1: I think a lot of fans were obviously concerned We've touched on, on Honeyman and, and the reasons why um, Catamull and Oviedo went, I imagine, come under a similar remit. But I think... And and I'm not swaying my, my personal opinion here, but what a lot of people have said is that when you lose quality like Catmull, Oviedo, Honeyman, in um, a number of positions across the field, um, it's only natural that some fans are concerned. So my question to you would be, are you personally confident that come the end of the window, we'll have adequately replaced the quality that we've lost? Yes. Good. Um, John McLaughlin. Um, yeah. Bit of a concern here because... Obviously, you've mentioned before we've turned down bids for him. Yeah. Um, I think we all know he's got a year left on his contract. I think obviously there's people interested, but he came out in the press and said he couldn't sign what wasn't there. What what's the story with that?
0: Um, we're talking to John next week. Um, I, I uh, had that conversation yesterday and said, look, we'll, we'll just tidy up the this transfer window, um, but we were pretty confident we know where we're going on that. Um, so that, that that's just a question of uh, negotiating now to get outside tie done. So once we've done that, we'll sit down again and talk about your contract. Now, um, John wants to stay. Uh, I'm certain of that. We want him to stay. Um, so we need uh, a sensible starting point for, for the negotiation. And um, all that happened there is I don't think um, we got in a position when the, the negotiation first started that it was particularly sensible. John, John is probably one of the best paid goalers in the league.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so when you renegotiate that you, you know that probably he deserves a, a, a bit more money and, and you know, a, a longer term deal and that's fine. Um, but for that you then expect to be protected um, if somebody comes in. So are um, you don't do a deal that says this this person gets loads more money and and then can leave for free. Yeah. Um, and and I think his his agent just uh, didn't quite start the negotiation off right because he he came in and and you know uh, I don't think John would agree with it. Um. And and, and we'll, we'll get to a sensible position, but you know if if you ask to more than double your, your salary, you can't expect to leave for nothing. If you know under certain circumstances. So he yeah. we said, well, you know, what what why why would we expect to do that? And then let you go for nothing yeah. if um, certain conditions aren't met. So, um, from that perspective, well, that that that's silly. Let's see where we get to at the end of the season, and then after it, it all comes down for a couple of days. You go right, okay. Let's have a sensible conversation. And John's very much up for that, and and so are we. So we said, okay, let's let's sit down and, and we'll just we'll just start that bit again. So, um, he wants to stay. We want him to stay. Um, football contracts sometimes aren't as Straightforward as you'd always like them to be, and there's, um, you know, especially when agents come in, sometimes it gets a little bit silly. But ultimately, where there's a will, there's there, there generally is a way. Um, and, and unfortunately, the most high profile one that that we lost was obviously Josh last year. But outside of that, and, and I think you know mistakes were made in 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 dealing with Josh potentially in hindsight, um, and you have to learn from those and 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 make sure they don't happen again. What mistakes do you think um, they were? Um, I think I just took a little bit too long, um, and and that and that's a difficult story. And, I, and in some ways, I might be being a little bit harsh because I, I didn't very quickly. He started to perform and go up in value, and, and it kept Inst- going instantly, almost. Um, yeah, and and. and I didn't expect that from the, the start of the season, and I, I, I didn't expect it to escalate. I wasn't, and you know all this cross-border transfers and this, that, and the other, and, and, and everything else. Um, but it's sometimes it's difficult because um, you know uh, w- w- when you when you look at that, I think I've said before, I was probably a little bit slow in, in getting to the to the final figure that that I offered, um, and perhaps if I'd have done that quicker. Um, the outcome might have been different. Um, it might not have been, but it might have been and, might I'll, and I'll never know. So I'll always have a, an element of regret there. And, and would I regret that if we'd have gone up? No. The fact we didn't go up, you then back-analyse everything you've done through the season and say, where did I go wrong? Um, so, you know, it's important that we learn from that. But when it comes to, you know, all the others and, and we talk about, you know, we, we got Lyndon tied down. People were talking about Elliot we, we You know, he, he stayed. Yeah. Denver, you know stayed um you know and 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 I think I think John will stay we we would love John to stay and I think all the fans would love him too so there's a real desire from us and he's happy here he loves he loves yeah. the football club he likes the environment I think it's good for him and his family so um if he is sensible financially and we are sensible financially um I'm sure he'll extend his contract and how, he wants to be here for a long time are
1: you? very good very confident good good um talking about contracts, you've mentioned um Lyndon, uh Denver, yeah. Elliot Embleton as well. Yeah. And there was a few contracts that last time we chatted we had like the likes of Reese James and, and McGeoch. Yeah. Um I think the only one currently outstanding is uh, Benji. Yes. Where are we at with Benji?
0: Negotiating.
1: Still? Yes. Okay. How confident are you with that one?
0: Um fifty fifty. Okay. Maybe a li- maybe a little bit more than that um ben, benji um i think i th- think the the boy loves Sunderland um he he seems to be happy here but um i think his agent feels that you know he, he should we should be offering him more but you know um we do have a structure and it, it, you know if we if we if we pay certain players an amount. The first thing that's going to happen is some of the lads that we've negotiated contracts with, you know, like the likes of Denver and, and Elliot. If, if we if we uh, adjusted, if we listened to the agent on this deal, you know, Denver and Elliot will say, well, <laughs> you know, we're we're in we're in and around the first team as as much as this young man, and um, more so, really. You know, yeah, and um, you know, <clears throat> there, there is a there is an an element of being sensible. We 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 we've offered him a nice increase. Very nice increase, we think um and he and he's got to prove himself for us, yeah um and we also want to be protected and the big thing with Benji is we can't have another Josh Madger we cannot really realistically put him in the first team, see him score ten fifteen goals, which may or may not happen, and then his agent take him cross border from us and not not get adequate compensation, so it needs sorting out we're having that conversation is taking much longer uh, than I would like. Um, And I don't know if I I get a bit dadsy on this or a little bit, um, you know, um, Sunderland-centred in the sense that I just think to myself, come on, young lads, this is Sunderland Football Club. You haven't made it yet. What a place to learn football. You're earning um, decent money. We're, we're, what we're now doing is saying to you, have a long contract if you deliver on much better money. Um, just get a don't,
1: don't be jaw d- of jo- yeah. sorrow and just be like,
0: yeah. Don't don't, <laughs> don't don't be stupidly greedy. Um, it's it's fair. What are your other options? Come on, um, you know. And I, and I feel like if I was their Dad, I'd be saying, look, look, you know, come on. Um, whereas what, what seems to happen with a lot of them is is you know they can they're Diego Maradona or or um, or Messi before, before um you know they played 10 15 games and, and and you know their agents have got a job to do and and, and get the maximum value but um it, it all needs to be sensible um and i just think sometimes the, the young lads get their heads filled a little bit with um delusions of grandeur uh, and when it actually comes to it um you know, it just creates the wrong feel because it creates an impression that sometimes from it's from a fan's perspective, why aren't they signing? Yeah. Don't they want to be here? And that's very rarely with the young lads is that the case. They just want to play football and they just in these days go, well, I'll leave it to my agent. Um, and I think you feel like saying to to the young lads and we do say to them, does your agent work for you or do you work for your agent? Who, who Who's doing the best out of the deal here? Um Many you know, what, what, what do you want? And it's ever so frustrating because all the lads go, Oh yeah, we want to do this well, what are you gonna do with your 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 offer? Or oh, have I had an offer? Oh, well, we gave you an offer, you know. And and, and, and we had that with Benji we, you, you know. What what are you gonna do? What do you mean what am I gonna do? Well, are you gonna accept um or oh, have I had an offer? And you're like, Oh god have you not, not been told? Um and that's modern football. Yeah.
1: I wanted to touch on it a little bit and I think Oh, I we the the question a bit better. We were, we were chatting end of the season, and there was a, we had that to and fro about Will Grigg. And I think what people misunderstood was the, the child slapped you down answer. on you mean. Oh, He tried to. I'd like to see him try. Hey. Um when it comes to actually, is quite tall, so maybe, maybe not. Um, no, but with, with that question. I think what I was trying to get at, and I'll try and word it in a different way, yeah. wasn't so much where would you place him in the team, because yeah. um, that's not your decision and you can't answer that. It was more along the lines of with the decision to sign him, yeah. how did that filter down? It was more like, because obviously you're at the top of the tree and then you're coming down, you've got recruitment. So the question I wanted to sort of ask is, instead of what people thought I was asking, yeah. um, are you happy with the recruitment model we have in place currently?
0: Yes, um, what we need to do also though now to, to get ourselves fit for purpose as we move forward is widen our our scouting network i did rip yeah. that right back because um, i didn't think it was working uh, and and um so um tony as head of recruitment he's, he's obviously been at some some huge football clubs mm-hmm. um and he knows the sort of structure and he said and right he's been here yeah oh, and, and we'll, we'll we'll rip it back so we ripped it back and then in the january i said right we have ripped about what you need. He said, "Well, we we need to spend a you know another, uh, you know eighty to one hundred and fifty thousand pounds on, you know widening uh, that so that uh, you know we we can cover more players, etc. And then in due course we widen it again into Europe, etc. And 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 further further afield to try and you know get the talent. So I am happy with that. A um, bit like everything in the football club, um, it was ripped back." And it's evolving back now under control, um, so I'm happy with that. When when we talk about Will Grigg and the signing, I think um, in Netflix series two, you'll 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 probably have quite a long uh, viewing time of that January transfer day because it was up and down and this that and the other. Now, the the, the very simple scenario on that was Will was our main target. And yes, I think from the beginning, of
1: the, wasn't he? From the beginning of yeah, January, yeah. You um,
0: I didn't make him our main target. Um, I, I, I asked who, who's your number one target. That's what came back. Um, through that process, he was always valued a, a little bit more than um, what I I felt but um was 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 fair, but it's January. And then we lost Josh. Um, Now, I think if you ask the football management within the building, did did I end up paying too much? Yes, and I'll probably acknowledge that, but it's January. Uh, And and, and knowing that he was our number one target and I wanted to back the managers, get the play we wanted, um, I tried as long as I could to potentially find other options and get value for money. Um, et But I, I made a, a judgment call that because he was our number one target and because we had a need uh for a striker, um and, and that that I I really went for it. Um and I and I think the football management told me no no don't don't go any higher, don't go any higher and you're probably seeing the footage I'm going no 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 and then in in, in, <laughs> in my pocket I'm texted the the club uh, saying, all right, we'll go up half a million. Um, because I, I just felt that it was who we wanted and the the thing that was stopping us was was the amount of money. So so I, I pushed the boat out.
1: Um, and it did feel like if we... I mean, we talked about it before, and obviously the, the World situation is maybe a little bit different now because it, it hasn't hit the ground run the way we wanted to. That, that's just the way it is and that can happen. Mm. But I think... At the time, and I think you coming out, you you're getting called worse than.
0: I went oh, from Shane. a villain to a hero in Over in in in, like in, in, seconds, in five seconds, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because I think if if you roll back to that time, um, I felt like we I, needed a strike. Yeah, I think everybody. Yeah, 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 and and um, he he was and is hopefully. It, 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 you know, he hasn't hit the ground running, um, but I, but I do think he's a a proven goal scorer at a good age. Who has scored twenty odd goals every year in this league and, and 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 knows how to do it? Given our time again, would you sign that player? I think I think we all would have signed him at the time. And and, and the reaction I got was because we all thought we've lost Josh and 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 this is the boy that's going to get us promoted. That's the final piece of the jigsaw. It didn't quite work out, but it was with the best of intentions. Yeah, man. and it was it. You know, I I didn't. I'm not really seeing Will Grigg play. I didn't. I didn't pluck him out. I don't. I don't decide to go and sign um, McLaughlin or, or, or Willis or um, uh, Max Power or anybody else. That the guys come to me and go, we'd like this player, and then generally they manage to haggle it down to a rate where I go, yeah, okay, that's fine. But on the Will Grigg scenario, there was no haggling it down. Um, I got I got done haggling it up, and I think from that perspective, the football management team might argue that you know would they have paid that for him? Do they see that as as value for money? Well, you know, it all boils down to whether or not how he does for us when he's here. Because if Will Griggs scores the goals to get us up this year... It's worth the money. He's worth the money, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and, I, and I had a smile when he scored the opening goal at Bristol Rovers and I turned to my boys and said, yeah, he's paid half a million pounds back now. Um, <laughs> because... You know, he got us the first goal. We get to Wembley, and, and Wembley was worth half a million pounds. Yeah. So, I, I like Will. I, I like him as a footballer, and, and, and I've interacted with him a few times. I like him as a person, is, and I think is we're he all right? desperate. He looks sad. Yeah. Well, I, I suspect he's feeling a little bit of, of pressure. He's desperate to do well. He's done well everywhere else, but I believe I, I believe he'll come good because I think he's a 27-year-old footballer. That knows this league inside out that that has scored. Every time he's been in the division. Yeah. Yeah. So are it's a on, very something
1: thing to happen. Yeah.
0: But I'm <laughs> desperate and we're all desperate for him to do well. I think I think if 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 we all saw Will score 20 goals, I think as a fan base, we'd we'd be we'd be over the moon for the boy. Um and he's desperate. And if and if you got to know him, you'd know that he he really, really wants to do well for the football club. And and he I truly believe he will he just needs a goal in off his bum cheek or his face or whatever it is and I'm sure he'll go but you know when forwards don't score as many goals as they want sometimes it affects them and, and he needs just to be mentally strong at the moment
1: kind of final question on, on players we've had a few questions that I think we mentioned we'd missed out and I think with was four players on, on deadline day I can't remember if it was you or Jack that said that Yeah. That straightforward question that. now that they've gone and we're not jeopardising any deals who will we close to?
0: Or who will we be targeting that left? Uh, he, um, I don't. I don't reckon he'll want. That. Oh, well, all players that ended up going in the
1: championship. Um, <laughs> what did um, they sound like? Give me a rhyme.
0: Like Portugal. Uh, we'll probably back to that. Um, oh, this is early in the morning to play this game. Very early in the um, morning. I, I, I think if 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 you go if you go in and have a look, they were all uh, left backs, I believe, weren't they? They were all is. left backs. Um, and if you go in and have a look at who was signed on transfer deadline day in the championship at left back, I think pretty much you'll get all the names because I think there were about four lads that went, and yeah. all four of them were were, um, were ones that we were looking at, um, and, and we had them in order. And I think where we missed out on four, a couple of them, two of them, we were never we were never going to get. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that they they've ended up at. Big championship clubs on 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 decent money, and they always had those options I think one of them we we probably thought we had a chance with, and one of them we thought we had a really good chance with, and then we heard that um you know that that there was a club in the championship that had let their their own left back go, and we knew that they'd probably let them go to go and get this lad mm-hmm. and, it, and he was he was he was lined up for us but they they all wanted to leave their options open um uh, and you know at, at the end of the day if they're going to go to a decent championship sized club that's difficult um, for us to you know we, we, we unfortunately in the pecking order we're at the moment we had to wait and see um, there wasn't any more we could do they were all offered you know de- de- decent money um, but they've they, they want to play the football at uh, a higher standard at the moment in, they've all gone to Relatively big championship clubs, so you know um, we we couldn't do anything about that. Um, uh, but you know we we have a list of, uh, if you like, uh, a, another set of left backs, and um, I, I'm sure we'll pick one out of those.
1: Talking of left backs, mm-hmm.
0: yes, no, or maybe Martin Olsen. Uh that's a maybe. Well, that's well as a, as a chair as as a chairman and as a fan, mm-hmm. I, I've. I mentioned him, um, but he he was out injured for a long time, hasn't he? He hasn't played yeah, he much has football, been, yeah. and I, and I think um, I'm I'm sure he's 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 ready to go, um, but of course, probably if he'd been playing football, he, he would he would be in the championship with a club. So yeah, I'd agree. Um, I, I I I would not take a punt on him. That's not fair because he's he's a 30 year old left back with with great experience, isn't he? Um, and and would be good at this standard.
1: Maybe give him the opportunity to build up his fitness at then get back to the form that we know he's capable of.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a fair argument, but it isn't. You 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 you're asking me, um, and it really, it's a question for the recruitment team. Have have we mentioned him? Yes. Would would we be able to afford him? Yes, I think probably we would. Yeah. Um, uh, will we sign him? Oh, I don't know. He, he's you know there, there are other people on the list um, as well, so. I think it's unlikely we might sign him.
1: So, moving away from recruitment, signing stuff like that, stuff I don't really like talking about, but there you go. Yep. Finance, investment, <laughs> takeover, legals. Um, I think I've got this name right. A Twitter user called Finger of Bungle. Fantastic name. Okay. Um, he asks, when does the cost cutting, which I agree needed to happen, bottom out? I feel it's severely
0: hampered our recruitment this summer. Uh, it hasn't hampered our recruitment at all. Um, and. It's not over yet. Uh, no, um, I, I, I get I get why I get why people think that because there's been a little bit said and, and a little bit misinterpreted and one in one out. I mean, you, you look at it, we haven't we haven't one in one out at all, um, you know, and, and we haven't not um, invested in in the players. Um, it's just we haven't done what is historical at Sunderland and, and for a lot of clubs go out and splash a lot of money. Um but hopefully um I mean it it all comes down to whether we we deliver promotion or not, doesn't it, when when you're talking about investment. Um but the cost cutting um there 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 are always a few things to review and to tweak, but the 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 cost cutting in essence is done. I think if you if you look at our website, we're now after some people to help Chris Waters in his Supporters layers on team because we really want to push the branches forward and really get the fans involved in um, some exciting projects and really make them feel part of the club. We need some more commercial stuff, so I think you'll see adverts going out. Um, you know, where we probably realistically, I think now need you know ten ten staff probably to come and join the football club in varying roles. Um, so the staff cost cutting is done. If if we lose staff, it's either because You know, it it just natural transition of staff that where people might leave because, or, or um, you know, they they might not perform in in the in the business and and we let them go. Just normal stuff. So the the staffing is is done. The operationals, there's a couple of things to tidy up because we were in contracts, um, but that's. You know, that, that's where it is. What we've done is we've had 12 months of cutting the costs, which people will say is easy, but it's not as, you know, it's easy to say. It's less easy to do, I can assure you. But we've done that. Now it's about us really pushing the revenues on. And to do that, we need to make sure we've got the right team. You know, we've had issues in the in the ticket office. We've had We've had issues in, in other parts. And, um, you know, we, we, we need to make sure that off the field we're fit for purpose. And there's some work to do there. Um so we've, we we've our cost cutting. I think realistically stopped about three or four months ago um, as Talking a club.
1: About the, the ticket office, there you mentioned. There's been a, a lot of people have mentioned. Mm. Just not even just regarding this podcast in passing that I've had. Yeah. Maybe not the experience I, I would want. to have, I've had previously, should we say, a ticket office that seems to be you know, <laughs> difficult to get hold of tickets. We're releasing away tickets very very yep. short notice. Are you
0: aware of that? Is it plan to change it? I'm I'm very aware of it, and absolutely, um, you you know, we we, when we come in, we've you know, I've been told that lots of things need upgrading. Yeah. Um, And one of the biggest things I was told they need upgrading is our ticketing system. It's off an old system. It's not fit for purpose. It's going to fall over. Um, You know, we're in danger of you know turning up to a game and the whole ticket system crashing and having thousands of complaints. So we hold a review and, and and we go to what is you know supposed to be the premier company and the way forward and everything else and, and we've done that and invested heavily in it and then um, we've had teething issues, but th- those teething issues are way too severe and and people are not having their seats with their children. There's a problem with the the and, and and I look at it and I think. Oh my God, we're working so hard to get everybody back engaged with the club, and then the fan experience on such a critical thing is awful. Um, and it's all very well behind the scenes, us, you know, me banging heads or asking for a view or, or getting hold of people for compensation or or, or or do whatever, and then trying to fix the bugs. And ultimately, I think in three months' time it will be all the all the bugs beyond that, and it'll be great. But that process from there to there loses us loads of goodwill, <coughs> might lose us fans. Um and it doesn't matter about what we're arguing about behind the scenes. Um fans don't don't want to. What they want is they wanna go in the ticket office, they want to phone it, and they want it to work. So um there's a few areas in the club like that. Um and then when you go in you also wanna be greeted by the bubbliest, friendliest, most helpful staff you can. Um and, and so it's not gonna happen, I guess, is it? Um no, I mean, they're put, I mean, the ticket office is one of those things, you know. Two hundred days of a year that they're not selling tickets. One day, you know, they got a cup final deal with season ticket release, blah, 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 and all, and it goes from have a cup of tea and and you know we'll have a chat with John when he comes in, and he can buy a ticket at his leisure. To next minute, there's queues out the door, and everybody wants to buy a ticket. It's it's that environment, but but. Blimey, we've been a football club hundred odd years. We we should we should be able to cope with and understand the mechanisms behind, you know, a rush for tickets, um, and it's how we perform in in that scenario, you know. Um, and there's plenty of staff for the club, so you know, wh- why can't everybody just jump on? You know, you you just you know ask the question: What why can't everybody just sell a ticket? Why can't all the the commercial guys just down tools? Why can't the guys over in retail if they're not selling? you know, because it's not selling shirts, why can't they come over and sit on the, the machines? And that's where um, we, we've now got to develop the football club so that the whole experience is is better. And um, the, the, the ticketing scenario is an absolute killer. Um, yeah. And I apologise for that, because fundamentally I made the decision to change the system. We spent six figures doing it, and I'm thinking to myself, should have just... Someone left the old one and see if it fell over. I don't want to dig him out because he's not
1: here. And I like Charlie. Well, right. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> but I'm um, just, just thinking just there as we were chatting, obviously. I mean, I've got to be honest, personally, I've been okay with the thinking system, me personally, right. but I see more complaints than I've ever seen. You've yes. Touched on it. You, you've apologised, that's yeah. fine. Um, but can you understand fans becoming frustrated when Charlie's making, should we say, Charlie comments that he can make about the fan base <sighs> and that sort of thing's happening? Do you kind of think Pull back a bit, Charlie, because they're having these issues. Um, well, or is that is that a PR thing? Is he is he?
0: Well, he's the PR man, isn't
1: he? Uh, um, straight uh, PR. But
0: <laughs> well, I have a joke with go. him that I I haven't you know uh, 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 I'm not in PR have I? but I, I haven't called anyone a parasite, etc. And, and you know <laughs> those. Sort of, I You're mean, right. you, you know, but 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 um, yeah, I mean, um, I'm sure through the season both Charlie and I will look back at things and say oh could have phrased that better that didn't quite come across as 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 how I meant it and her next one said and I think um you know Charlie's got very very strong views about what is right and wrong at the at the football club um and he's a little bit more direct than I am and he he'll 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 just say exactly how it is and, and I think or or how he sees it um And he's got an opinion. And the thing with it is, it's a football club. um, And if you've got an opinion, sometimes you have to accept if you're going to say it, some people aren't going to like it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, once or twice I've thought to myself, well, maybe you could have used a different choice of words. And I'm sure when Charlie listens to this podcast or anything else, I'm sure he sits there and thinks, oh, Stu, you know, you could have put that, um, better, exactly, um, or explained it, and and yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, have I, have I sat there a couple of times as I'm sure he has with me and gone, ooh, you know, don't 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 quite pull like that. I mean, the, the the bottom the bottom line really is, regardless of quite exactly how we come across and what we say, um, the overall overriding feeling of being here is one of of just absolute um joy and, and, and one that, that we feel very privileged to be involved with and it's the fans that give us that feeling so I think um we might not quite always say the right thing um but I think we both sincerely feel very lucky to be involved. And you both want to succeed.
1: Um, I think that's quite, uh, quite yeah evident. Yeah. Massively. Yeah
0: we want to succeed for ourselves, for each other and, and, and for all the fans because you know um uh when you get to know the fans up here, and you and you get to the person, you see how important it is to everybody, um, and and a lot is, is made of it. We talked about it loads, um, but it does feel here that that um, the football club is really, really deeply ingrained in in a, a lot of the people up here, and it's it, it it affects the mood swing of a lot of individuals, which in turn affects the the mood of the area. Yeah. Um. So it's a very powerful football club in that sense. Um. And when you see it like that, you can't help but want to try and, and 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 make people happy. It's a human nature. You you want to make people happy, don't you? I mean, yeah, what, why, why wouldn't you? So, um, you know, I, I'm not here at 8 o'clock in the morning or, um, you know, been up here for the last couple of days. You're here at whatever. <laughs> You're like, Well, eight, yeah, sorry. No, that um, I was counted. Because um, we're here because we're, we're, yeah. we're trying to get it right.
1: Um so much talk about investment um, but you, you you love a cheeky hint and you've not shied away from the fact that investment right. in the club I would say is that yeah you love a cheeky hint do I? yes definitely <laughs> you get excited about it I know I can tell um, in your Oxford programme notes and on Twitter you've hinted something that's close what can you tell us about what's happening?
0: nothing <laughs> but
1: there um, may be something
0: um, uh, yeah um, I mean look okay. Um, not, there's not been, asking for names. Just no. There's been lots everything. of paper talk about different people. This that, this that, and the other. Um, all, all all of the paper talk so far has been worldly out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know there've been people interested, but we've we've not been close. We we are close, and um, there are. Uh, it it th- this is really simple, and it's one of the biggest tests of um, if you like Charlie. Uh, and, and my ownership or stewardship of the club is the deal that we do. Because I think a lot of people will look at that and it will it will tell them whether or not lots of what we've said is actually true. Are we actually here to be Rodney and Del Boy and make a quick buck? Are we actually going to try and be here and, and stay here for a long time? Have we done a deal for us? Or have we done a deal for the football club? Um, and we have had... A massively wide spectrum of people interested in the club, and if you cut away all the chances and and, and everything else, or you know, or people like me, I suppose, as I'm <laughs> described, um, when, when you cut that away and, and and get down to it and actually analyse it, there have been some very very decent people who I think um, potentially can do a good job for this football club and i think we're very very close we we've got a preferred uh, partner um someone that we think can really do what we've talked about doing and 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 come with us to take the club to the next level um and i hope that that we can get that deal over the line because um it, i think it's a hugely exciting deal for all the right reasons um for taking the football club on as as we've said that we want to in the way that we want to, you know, we we don't we don't want people who, uh, you know, talk a good game, say that they've got money and then don't back it up, um, or people that have got money but don't really know how to spend it. Um, we we, we want it structured, sustainable, long term, um, and and the people we're talking to are talking, you know, long 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 term investment, long term plan not built on sand. And um, I'm hopeful that as much as anything now, I feel that we've got to persuade them, uh, you know, to 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 come with us on this journey. And um, where we are is we're absolutely fine to keep competing um, as we are and be financially safe. But I think we've now attracted people who can do what we've said. And, um, you know, I'm hopeful we can get something over the line relatively quickly
1: there's been sort of a comment uh i think obviously we've discussed this a little bit before as well um but it's been said that Sunland are now in the best financial position of any club in the english football league would you agree with that assertion
0: well i don't know i, I don't know the financial condition of them all we we got no debt yeah. loads of assets we're not quite break even but we're, we're we're not a million miles away i think realistically as i look at it you know probably in the next couple of years for us really to sort of um uh, you know, if we, if we got in the championship next year and 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 tried to have a little bit of a go, it probably cost me ten million pounds to to do that over the next couple of years. So five million a year outside of cut runs or, or transfers, and I, and I think for a club like Sunderland, from where it was, you know, and that's that's a safe ten million. It, it's probably you know the financial budget's about six. So I, I think that's in cracking shape. We, we we haven't got an overdraft. We don't owe anybody any money. We haven't got any charges you know I don't know what condition other people are in but and 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 we are a big football club with lots of pressure now on this financial fair play
1: mm-hmm.
0: so really we've done stage 1 to cull it all down to get it right and you can tell that we're in pretty good shape because we we've got a lot of serious investors interested in in the football club and I don't think they were there when I was coming along because um we well they couldn't have been because Ellis would have sold to them not me yeah. um so I think we are in cracking shape, yeah. There's a
1: question from uh, Twitter user Kevin Defty, I suppose it kind of touches on that as well. Um, I think you might have answered it, but I'll ask it anyway. Uh, Can we afford not to be promoted this season from a financial perspective?
0: Yeah, we can, but
1: we don't want to think like that. But yes, yes, we can. Very much not. So kind of moving away a little bit from the financials and sort of to yourself, um, you took a break from Twitter before you returned quite recently. Um. You mentioned a few things about sort of why you took the, took the break mm-hmm. and why you came back. I think before the Heronveen game with um, with Gareth at C. Yeah. Um but could you divulge the, the reasons that you, you felt you took the break and why you did came why you came back?
0: Yeah, um, I I took the break because there was there was an I was getting asked an awful lot of questions about what we were going to do in the summer. And I thought, I can't spend the next four weeks in the, in the transfers commenting on, on everything. And, you know, it'd been an intense year. Um, and, and I spend quite a lot of time just checking through things on there to, to get a, f- uh, a feel of anything I might need to do at the club, whether it's ticketing issues or, or fans need help or whatever. Um, but my Twitter just got bombarded with things I thought I, 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 is, is, is better... For me to take a break for myself and just refresh, um, and everything else, and then I got, I, I, I got, I got a few messages which 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 weren't great, and I thought, I, I just need to have a break for a second, mm-hmm. um, and, and I came off, and 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 it was much more relaxing for me actually. I was still cracking on with the work, but you know, but um, when I came off, there were a number of things that I was doing. I was doing for some fans, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, from signed shirts to buying goals or, or, or whatever and um, uh, you know for, for the kids football and um, it's a balance the The problem with it is of course you don't want to sit there and, and you know after every game that we lose I mean I, I had it in the week when Aquinton equalised it, it just went vroom um, but a full time when we won the 3-1 it's extremely quiet but y- yeah. you know so you you, you you don't particularly want to put yourself in that position but my 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 Twitter is full of people saying, I've got problems with the ticketing, you know, can you help me with the the season cards? You know, you've seen where fans have broken down and I've tried to get them to games or, you know, people have lost loved ones or they've had people diagnosed that aren't very well and I've tried to get round to, you know, Sunderland fans of 40 years that haven't had anybody come see them and and you can go around their house and have a cup of tea or whatever it is. Um, And you can just... Chat to them for half an hour and hour, and and that comes to me via Twitter or, you know, issues at the football club. You know, our sound system's not right, or do, you know, I can pick up on those, and all of that is really beneficial for me because it helps me. If you look at the the, the Christmas, where where the Boxing Day game, where a fan tweeted me about, you know the, you know I'll, I'll buy I'll buy someone a ticket, oh, and then I and, and I and I and I yeah. grab that and and um, he had a great idea, and then the thing went boom, and 1,000 1, people come, 1,500 people come to a game that wouldn't have come. Yeah. And our fans go out and do that. Now, um, I'm not sure that would happen. It might have happened, and, but the Sunderland chairman caught that and ran with what was a really good idea and tried to get some weight behind it. And I might have made no difference, or I might have made some. <clears throat> but I'm pretty sure I've made a difference to the people who couldn't get to a game or whatever it is so those things are why I do it and I just have to accept um, that I'm going to get criticised and I'm out there for this and that and I just thought in the summer for four weeks when the football's not on just chill out a bit no one's not going to get to a game yeah I can do sign shirts in the season nobody really needs me for these couple of weeks I'll just have a few weeks off and now I'm back and it's all begun again. St. Marcus Madison. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah, and people say that and and, and 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 I get that and that's football manager. But what what but what I say is, as far as I'm aware, the championship window was shut. Yeah. And Marcus Madison didn't go anywhere. Didn't go anywhere. So um despite all this conversation about, you know, and I'm sure he's a great player and and, and this, that and the other, but nobody else has signed him. And opted for that release clause. That's my opinion as well. Actually, so so unpopular is it? Maybe? You know, um, yeah. Well, you know, is he worth the money? Is he not? Don't know. But in this window, nobody took the view that he was worth that money, did they? No. So the only ones that would have done are, are some of our of some of our fans, and and are they right? Maybe. Um, but you know that there were there was no real talk of him going go into a higher standard. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um,
1: ready to go, user. I think Twitter as well.
0: Yeah. Course. Always ask really
1: good questions, course, actually. I thought this, right. of all the questions we had, I oh, thought this was, it was we the best go one. Then. Go on, then. Quacking question, honestly. Dead, <laughs> dead good. Um, Might have to go in a minute. Do you see yourself in danger of becoming frustrated with the club in the short term due to the negativity surrounding some supporters or have you now moved away from placing so much weight on their opinion?
0: Um... I place a lot of weight on Sunderland's fans' opinions. I think they're a knowledgeable fan base, and there's a lot of people who know their football. I'm not. Um, am, I, am I frustrated by it? No, I, 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 I get it. Um, everybody wants the, the club to succeed. We built the expectation, and you can't you can't have it always. You can't you can't turn around and go, "Please come to the games. Um, please buy a season ticket." And then if it doesn't quite go how a lot of people want. Not expect them to say anything. I, I have to, I, I have to deal with that. I, am not frustrated with the, the Sunderland fans at all. The only, the only slight frustration I have, is that when we lose a game and some fans come up to me, and have a chat, um, that they they talk to me, and I, and I'm feeling it just as much as they are. Mm-hmm. And and occasionally I get a, like a stupid comment like, you know, I, I, well you you know. But a couple of people say, "Well, you're obviously not bothered about us getting promoted. Otherwise, you wouldn't have signed that player or this player." And you're like, "I'm working pretty hard to get us promoted." Yeah. To be fair, and 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 occasionally that's when you get a comment like that. It's a bit frustrating because you are working hard. But as a fan base, um, oh it, it, it's it's just the best fan base. You, you take the rough with the smooth. Um, I, I'm I'm not bothered by it. Um, I have a very simple view that I'll do my best. Um. I work as hard as I can and I'll try and get it right and I think if people see that, they'll give me a chance and if I make bad decisions continually, whether it's good intentioned or not, the fan base will ultimately say, you don't know what you're doing, we don't want you here and I have no desire to um, be somewhere that I'm not wanted. Um, But at the moment, I I think I'm doing okay. Um, My heart's in the right place and... um, uh i think the fans see that by and large and i think it's a it's a fantastic fan base and a fantastic club to be part of and i've got a huge pressure on myself to to get it right um and i'll strive to get it right as long as as long as everybody wants me to and um you know um fans being frustrated is just part and parcel of of, of the game
1: if you get any stick, I know we didn't have long with Chris Coleman when he was here, but yeah. the perfect reply is just, I'm a married man with six kids. <laughs> and it totally just knocks them off. Totally just knocks them off. So if, that's my advice to you. Um, another question from course. Um You've said yourself that you're a fan yeah. and analytics bore you. Do you think the person responsible for the future of a football club should be in that mindset? Would it not be prudent to employ a more academic long term strategy type person to be able to save us from the pitfalls that fan personalities possess
0: just because i it it bores me sitting through sheets and sheets of analyzing whether or not you know we, we've taken fifteen corners from the left hand side that have landed seven yards from the goal and if they'd have landed nine yards from the goal then somebody six foot three would have uh, headed two more balls than our lad at six foot one, <laughs> because I don't want to get into that detail. I don't think that makes me a bad football owner. Yeah, we've got people at the club that thrive on those yeah. sort of stats, and and uh, you know, so so you know, there are certain aspects of the football club that that I'm not as engaged in as other aspects of it. The important thing with that is that I've got the people in there. That are engaged in that area and then report in. Now, you know, um, when when I when I'm talking about analytics, you know, if I sit down with Jack or, or or the 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 guys that do the analysis, I ask for an overview. I think the conversation about the analytics is, you know, when they send a pack through that's like war and peace about the first ten games, um, I, I haven't got time or or particularly the inclination to analyse whether or not we've made 75 passes that are three yards long or five yards long. There are some parts of the analytics I'll look at. Um, you know, how many, how many shots we're having, how many, you, you know, w- whatever it is. But they are so detailed that whilst I accept that we might need them, um, I, I don't draw an awful lot from it. I, I mean... You know, um, is 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 that wrong?
1: I don't, don't think so. People, do do, do I believe that we should
0: them. have sports scientists? Yes, but do, do I do I know the nutrition exactly of of the players and this that and the other? No. Do I expect my sports scientists to get all of that right? And yes, um,
1: is Jack quite big yeah. on that kind of stuff? Yeah,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. he strikes me as that kind of person
0: yeah they're, yeah they're, they're very thorough and, and, and yeah. methodical about all of those and that that's exactly how they need to be and then they'll give me an overview but you know I mean I mean I'm in insurance and, and, and you know I, I want to know how many policies we've sold and this that and the other i I don't I don't particularly want to listen to my guy tell me about a 30 minute call on a claim. I just want to know has it been sorted yeah. so I, I see if you like the analytics that way. Um, if I went through all of that area that thoroughly, I wouldn't have time to do anything else.
1: Obviously, we've got a bit of a time schedule, but there's a couple of other yeah, things I wanted on. to ask because a very yeah. good question here. That I think a lot of fans wanted to know the answer to, and there was quite a lot of people asked um, regarding the club's PR or therefore you know a lack thereof. Yep, yeah. many have noted that there's been like less of an effort. Um, to convince people to come to games in the past, yourself and Charlie were probably more vocal than we were maybe used to. Has that been purposely reduced the efforts, or is, is... no, no,
0: no? Um, Just natural. You know, I mean, th- Thursday I went to a, a branch talking at Hebben I've I've got a couple more lined up. I'm I'm here. Um. You know. Um. Not 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 from my perspective. Um. You know. Uh. We're, we're we're delighted with the season tickets, you know, 24,000, phenomenal. Um, the, the crowd was good, you know, the crowd di- this week, bear in mind, us on the TV, I think it's going to be 30,000-ish. Um, so, no, I, I get that because it, it was a little bit intense at times. Yeah. But, um, you know... Sometimes we'll criticise, you know, I've seen, seen it out there, Charlie keeps pushing us to come to every game, da, 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 da. And, and I think there might be a thing that, you know, we we said well, we can't do it all the time, yeah. and we've got to pick and choose the right times to do it, so um, I, I don't think we can continually just keep saying come to every game, come to every game, come to every game. Um, I think so, people forget how, how. I mean, look at the season tickets we've sold as well,
1: In in a sense, I suppose... Um, I'm not in your shoes, but if I was to, and you think look at the season tickets we've sold for our club that's in the third tier, it's, it's yeah. we don't pat ourselves on the back enough. That's Un- phenomenal,
0: unbelievable. It is. Un- we don't always need to
1: push. Yeah, fair enough. We're not forty yeah. odd thousand, but the fact that we've yeah. got what twenty five thousand season ticket holders in the third tier after the disappointment of last yeah. season,
0: yeah,
1: should be patting ourselves on the back yeah. a lot more for that. Yeah, we don't need push to go to the stadium. Well, we're with some of the best fans in the land.
0: Well, the season tickets have gone up. You exactly, um, and, and and but if you read social media, you think you know that the, the fan base is a meltdown because you know we we haven't achieved, but people are believing in the club again, yeah, um, and they should do. Um, you know we, we expect we know we've drawn the first two games. Um, you know we know we've got a tough start, but we have a real desire and belief that we can really have a, a, a successful long-term uh, Sunderland football club that competes ultimately um, and and, and in, in the Premier League. And that's the trick, it's building it, all areas of the club, brick by brick, so it's sustainable, not built on sand, so that ultimately when we get back to the Premier League, as we will at some point, we're not, Trying to be fourteenth, fifteenth. We're tr- we're trying to get in the top half of the division, um, and compete as well as we can, um, and that will take time. And I think the majority of fans realise that um, Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, <coughs> but the longer it goes, the the bigger the expectation is um, for the football club to deliver. And in that sense, I don't I don't look at Jack and the players and the catering staff and the ticket office, it's me. Yeah, I, I've i got to deliver. Um, ultimately, I'm responsible for the football club. If the players fail or the manager fails or the ticket office fails, it, it doesn't, you know, I made the decision to change the ticket machine. I made the decision who the manager is. I made the decision to, to, to back the manager on the players. Um, you know, ultimately, I, the board, are making the decisions for the football club. So it's down to it. Fundamentally, it's down to me, whether or not um, I get it right or wrong. What I hope is, because the fans can make a huge difference, is that they just get behind the manager and the players. And if we want to moan, come and moan to me at. Well, open this up. I'm like, come and moan to me at, on Twitter at six o'clock at night. But while the game's going on, to give ourselves the best chance, just come and back the team and and and. You know, uh, no no one will be hurting more than than, than me if, if we, we don't win, we're all in it together. Um, so you know, ultimately I've got to get it right for everybody um, and that's, that, that it's as simple as that.
1: Just wanted to touch a little bit back on Kors's um, question when he was asking about the, the negativity and things. And like, I'll, I'll openly admit, I think I've been quite vocal that I've not been too impressed with like Jack Ross myself. and I think there's a few fans that said that, but I know he's your man, yeah. and I'm certainly not going to ask you to dig anyone out at all. Yeah. I think my question would be. Do you, when you see, because you watch the same as what we do on the pitch, yeah. everyone has their own views. Yeah. Um, Jack sees exactly the same as well. Yeah, And sometimes it can feel a little bit like Groundhog Day, especially the 1-1 results. But do you, yeah. do you, and I know you can't necessarily speak for Jack, but on your conversations you've had with him, do you both understand and see why some of the fans can maybe feel like he's not the right man?
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the the, the, the reality of it is there are, there are all... You know, even when we we're doing well last year, some people still, you know, weren't weren't particularly behind Jack, and and you know, other people now when, you know, a few people may have turned are, are, are still right behind him. It's that's <coughs> just the football club, and and that's opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, I see it in a little bit more detail. You know, the things that he has to deal with, the dynamics that he, he inherited. You know what he had to do. Um, and sometimes, well, in modern football, we all play Football Manager a, a little bit, don't we? We all, we all, and, and the and the thing is, if you say to me, "Well, Jack should have done this that game, or mm-hmm. well, Jack should have done that," I can't prove you're wrong, can I? No, because it. it it's you know, opinion isn't it? It's yeah. A, and, but but your opinion can never be proved as wrong. Yeah. When Jack does something, if it doesn't go well, it's there for all to see.
1: Yeah.
0: So. I think it, if you ask me, really, I think Jack Ross is mad and every other football manager is mad cause, because I, I can't understand why you'd want to do a job that everyone in the world thinks they can do a better job than you, mm-hmm. where the average life expectancy is 11 months. And no matter really how you do, um, you know, I, I, I feel for Jack because I think even if we go up this, this season, the, the, the automatic reaction from an awful lot of people will be, well, wow. We should do. We should you're, you're, you're on. you on a. You, you, it's a thankless task. You know he won't get the credit he deserves for getting it right. But um, if he doesn't get it right, he'll be on a hiding to nothing, won't he? Um, yeah. And but 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 I can. Well, yeah, I, I can see. You, you know, um, I think it's widely acknowledged that the the first half at Ipswich was 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 shocking. Yeah, it was. Boring. And when we come into a new season that's more settled, where we haven't had the turmoil. Mm-hmm we expect ourselves to hit the ground running and and be winning games 3 or 4 nil. I think that's that's a, uh, an expectation that a lot of fans will have. I don't think... In some ways, I, I, I get that. Um, you know, and um, when that's not quite happening, people are going to look at the manager. Um, you know, and... Um, I, I, I I understand that. Um, and I have backed him. Um... And I and I do believe that um, you know we we should be expecting Jack to deliver promotion for us this year, and and I think um, as the season settles down, um, we're going to know very quickly if we if we're if we're on the right path. And um, I, I think who was I was listening to Nick Barnes? He said he thinks you know today's two teams are the two that will go up, and I would agree with that. And I think Jack will get it right and we'll go up but I, I understand that the jaw is out.
1: I suppose then a, a question I would ask, um, and you don't have to justify, well I suppose you do have to justify yourself to me as a fan base I suppose yeah. in a way but, um, and I touched on it before, I, I don't feel he is the right person, yeah. I, and that's just my opinion and that's yeah. fine. It doesn't mean I'm right or wrong as you've said. So if some, to someone like me who doesn't think he's the right person, why would you say, based on what you know, because obviously you see a lot more than I do, why, why would you think he is the right person?
0: Well, for, 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 for a number of reasons, he, he, he has been successful before, albeit you know, not, not at Sunderland. Um, oh, I yes. think when you yeah. analyze his stats, he wins more games in his second year of management than he does his first. Um, when, when you watch him and listen to the people who are at the club, and they talk about the sessions that he puts on, the training, etc. Um, it sounds like from from the people who are at the football club who know their football from before, it's night and day from what was here before. Yeah, Very engaging. I, I believe that the, the lads are with him, you know, uh, and I think um, he will get better and better and grow. Has he got things wrong? Yeah. You know, he's not going to get everything right. And it's going to be a question of whether or not he makes too many mistakes or he, he gets most things right. Um, and he's hardworking, diligent. Um, he looks at himself. He's always, uh, evaluating and trying to, um, you know, improve. And I, and I believe that, you know, he's, he's not, um, you know, he's not a stubborn manager that won't take, uh, views on board. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's he's improved players. There are there are things like you know, if you ask Aidan McGee, why did Aidan McGeady want to stay Jack Ross, yeah. Now he loves Sunderland, Aidan, but he he he's he was very very pro Jack. Not saying that you know Aidan McGee is the font of knowledge on all football managers, but when somebody of his calibre. Um, really career, really wants to sort of um be at this football club and you feel that Jack's gonna get the best out of him, that that that's that's that that's a feather in his cap. And I and I think it's the same as lots of things in like on any given day you can focus on all the things that have gone wrong and all the negatives. Or or you can turn around and say, Well, um I'm aware of how difficult it is to manage players that uh, come in, some of whom are earning fifteen hundred pounds a week and others that are earning forty thousand a week, and get a unified dressing room where everyone feels together Um, and and Jack has managed to get a togetherness within that squad where people come from completely different backgrounds and that's quite unusual in football and doesn't always tend to work because normally you have, I'm sure if you were at Luton or at Charlton you could probably throw a blanket over their wages um, and have a sense of togetherness and, and, and you're feeling it all together. When Things don't quite go so well sometimes, and you look over at uh, at your colleague, and you feel that maybe he's not putting a shift in or or not. And I'm not saying any of them have done this, but I'm I'm sure you would be the same in your job if you sat there and thought you were doing the same job as somebody else, um, and you're all getting moaned at or or whatever it is, and 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 the, the 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 person's on twenty times what you are. Um, that that needs managing. Yeah. Um, and Jack kept that all together and 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 everything else and he came into a a poor culture um, and he started really well and, and obviously it tailed off at the end of the season. If it had been the other way round um, and we finished as we started and I know it's not, so that's not quite right, um, but after building up that initial expectation, it's um, fallen a little bit flat at the end of the season um, and everyone's entitled to think he's not the right man for this reason or he's, he's he's the right man for that reason. Um I've made a judgment call that he's the right man for the long-term benefit of the football club. And um I'm either going to be right or wrong, and I sincerely hope, and I think we all hope, regardless of quite what we think, that that's the right call because we all want Jack uh to be successful because if he is, we're all successful. Um But, you know... You can, you know, he he hasn't been blame-free or not made mistakes, has he, in certain areas. So, um, you know, if you focus on those, then, you know, you you can build up a picture that says, you know, I I don't think he's going to make it. Or, with some of the the areas that I look at, um, I think, yeah, we're we're, we're all right. And, basically, Graham, you're going to be right, or I am. Um, Or... God, I hope it's you. Yeah, or we'll get promoted and you'll still tell me I'm wrong because, you know, should go up anyway.
1: Um, got about 10 minutes or so left, yep. so we'll go through some logistical issues because sure. I know that there's, there's some questions that people want to answer. Yep. Um, we've had various questions over the quality of the service at the kiosks on the concourse, slow service, inability to pay on card, long queues, how seriously are the club looking at ways to make improvements and what improvements were made over the summer?
0: Vet, we're, we're, we're very seriously looking at um the whole um, experience of buying food and beverages at the stadium it's outsourced um and I, and, I, and i and i understand why because you know having it in house is a headache but it gives you complete control over delivery um, but we're, we're, we're under contract and we knew that um and there are certain elements that we're not happy with, um, with that, and, we're, and we're, we're talking to our providers, but um, we're very seriously, the, the, the biggest thing with it is, is really to ultimately um, get that right. In in lots of ways, you, we might have to bring it back in-house, but our, is it a cop-out? It's outsourced, and we raise the concerns we have, we see them. Um, but we're not directly, um, able to just change, you know, if, if, if I wandered in and I saw it, I'd... <clears throat> it's like a contracting place, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and, and, and um... Because to get someone like Vaux
0: back in or something like that would be quite nice, wouldn't it, if we could? I, I, I think, I think we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Um, in the, in the experience. I mean, people queuing for drinks... Sausage rolls, ordering food in corporate hospitality and not having it to the standard you want—it's just a disaster. Um, it's a big beast to to manage, you know, um, on a match day when manage it when it's when it's rocking. Control. Yeah, no, so. yeah. Well, we're, we're 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 creating a bad experience and losing money. Um, that isn't um, a trait that I'm used to in in my businesses, mm-hmm. and it's not a trait that I want here. But um, my hands are a little bit tied at the moment. Yeah. So it's a bit like the ticketing situation. It's all very well us having conversations behind the scenes. But for 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 the fans, unless there's an improvement on it, it's it's great we're having a chat, but you actually wanna you wanna see it different. But you, you know, we we want, you know, cashless self-pouring, no cues. Um, you know, so, some of the stuff you look at the football club and you think, oh my god, you know, in some ways. I look at the football club and I think this this is great. In other ways, I look at it and I think, blimey, it's like we're stuck in 1920. You know, um, uh, and it, the, the whole thing now needs, needs moving forward and, um, that's part of us also recruiting more staff because there's lots of areas now we need to, you know, having ripped it back, we, we, we've now got an awful lot of areas where I think we need to get a better level of service to our, well, I call, I call you clients because I'm insurance, but our, to yeah, our supporters. Um, one of the, the, the big, big
1: ones was kits. Um, I know that your hands were tied with, uh, obviously, the contracts, the yes. contract with Adidas. Please yes. to God, get homo. Um, fans were disappointed with the overall quality of this year's kit, particularly since the fiasco with Bet that resulted in a big, thick black logo, which just looks rank. Um, to be honest, that's my opinion. Yep. Um, but I think the, the thing is, you, you can't do much about that, well, really. But people are.
0: No, the shirts are yeah. ordered.
1: I think there's people worried about paying the price for what's yeah, essentially I, something yeah, that's... I know, I know. What can I'm, you do about that? Is there anything you can do as a contracted again?
0: No, this this is the final year of, of the Adidas. Adidas now, yeah. now to be fair to, to, to Adidas with regards to that, I mean, well, I, I say to be fair, the contract that we have and the way that it works because we want a bespoke kit is that we have to put our order in at, at, at the start and then basically we can't get any more shirts, so we, we turn around and go, we want 20,000 shirts of these sizes. <clears throat> They're then done, and they, and, they, and they basically arrive. If we ordered more kits in October, we wouldn't get any more, because um, the turnaround is too long. So what that means is that we have to order the kit way in advance having done the design, mm-hmm. and then once we'd done that, obviously we then got the news with the sponsor, so we had zero option because we couldn't turn around and go, "We want this kit replaced, please," um, regardless of whatever the cost would be anyway, because we wouldn't have got a new kit delivered. What happened with it? Unbelievable, the Charlton's.
1: Because I know Charlton's had the same issue, but theirs was, this was like fine. Was that just a case of Adidas and Homo different level of orders or
0: Well. well um, I, I, don't, I don't know what the, the, yeah. the humble arrangement is. What, yeah. what, what, what I know with Adidas is we, we, we've signed a deal, we, we want a b- bespoke kit, mm-hmm. so we have to choose the kit design way in advance and with the order we then have to co- commit to a certain number of shirts way, way in advance of the season because we can't get any more. So when they're then delivered and we then get the news on the sponsor, the natural reaction for me was to turn around and say, well, we'll have to get some more shirts. Yeah, that they they won't be here till, they won't be here March. And now I knew there's now I knew there was a long delay because I said when we were going to Wembley last season, and I and I raised a question. I said if we wanted some more shirts, what's what's the turnaround time? And it's and it's months because it's a bespoke kit. So the other option is to have an off the shelf kit, and then you can we could order ten thousand shirts. Yeah, and then if we want some more, we can get them in four weeks. But a bespoke kit with Adidas. Is is months and months, so it's 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 a disaster arrangement again. Yeah, um, and it and it makes us look like a bunch of clowns because, you know, if if you look at it, <laughs> our shirt, our ticketing, all, all the stuff that's front end for the fans, the fan experience in the ground with buying beers and that, that these key things that we want people to just enjoy that should be really simple. Since I've been in that, you know, I look like I can't organise anything because of the structure that's in. Now, Um, that won't happen moving forward next season because there'll be a different arrangement in place. Um, You know, so that that arrangement with the kit will finish and and, and there'll be a different arrangement that means that we won't probably be able to put ourselves in that position um, and then you, you know you you've got that in loads of different areas with the catering etc. So it, it, it's it's poor. I mean when 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 I saw the kit come in and I've seen a couple of people and they've held it up to the light and seen the back of it, I thought, oh god, <laughs> um, snap.
1: Yeah, um, old punky from Twitter. Asks,
0: what I would just say on the kit, I think, because yes. um, a lot of people also say, I think it's our fastest selling, it's our fastest selling kit. What this one? Yep. What. Yeah, well, the, the the sales at the start were, yeah, it, it was it was a, it's, it's been a huge revenue spin, yeah, because there were a lot of people came on my Twitter went don't like this don't like don't like that don't like the other.
1: The away kit's actually quite smart. I was at Aquin and I went and yeah, say, it's I, I, actually not bad. In yeah, when you see it, of course.
0: But there was a lot of comment on that they didn't like the the, the home kit. I think the, the the stripes are quite wide, aren't they? And the next ones. There. And, and my and my view on the kit is very simply what we should be doing is just saying white this, this this is the provider because it's a commercial decision but i, but I think it's nice if the fans can choose the kick because it gets me off the hook as that well was when it gets the, when it gets released that that was i to say well questions. you lot chose it Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's one of the questions is so that's the plan moving forward
0: that, that's what i would do yes yeah
1: um old punky was asking about the you mentioned before netflix and used the word netflix i think yep. we all refer to it as a netflix documentary but there's, there's right. rumors it's gone straight to dvd and netflix aren't taking it any news on that a uh, load of rubbish you taking
0: it? They're taking it, I believe. Damn.
1: Yeah. I think I'm on at one point I was hoping you're going to say straight at DVD, but there you go. Um <laughs> But revenue is revenue. Um one question I did want to ask. Quite a few questions about the SFC ladies team. Um yes. has there been much of a move to involve them more as part of the club this season?
0: Right, what 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 we've done is the first thing we did was we got them back training at the, the academy. Um mm-hmm. so so that was the first step. Um so we so we got them back in. The next thing that we're looking at is whether or not we can, we can turn the academy into a place where the, the 23s and the ladies play their games. Um, and then the other thing that we that we've made a commitment for, I made a commitment for, um, and I made the commitment last year, is that if we finish in a position that enables us to apply for promotion, that I'll agree that we'll fund the club. Um, and the losses that that will then be, which will probably be a couple of hundred thousand pounds. So, I e we're, we're not, you know, the 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 women have got a route to get back um, to the level. I think we we all want the ladies back in. Yeah. Um the the the, the top two divisions, um, it, it's where they belong. So if we can get promoted, then I'll 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 pay to, to have the ladies there. So there's a the 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 getting them to the academy um for their matches will be a much longer term project, but we've got them back there training um and hopefully they feel more part of the club they're certainly um you know we' are committed to them I haven't got down there and, and, and met everybody and 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 um uh seen any games and that's something I need to correct this year but my my focus was um in different areas last year but i i, I still realize that there's a commitment the football club need to make, um, and that was that they that the ladies need to be Sunderland ladies. We don't want a ladies team that's just got a badge. We want them to be our girls uh, and our ladies, and we want our fans to go and watch them. And therefore, bringing them back to academy was the first step of trying to make them really feel part of the club again. So
1: we'll end up on this one because I think it's yep. one that a lot of people have asked. Um, away fans in the north stand upper. Uh, Despite the issues we had with missiles being thrown from the away end into the home end on various occasions last year, not looking at you, Portsmouth, but I am, um, nothing has been done to address it. You'd mentioned in the past that netting could be installed as a preventable measure, but that hasn't been done yet. And has and again at the Oxford game, an away fan was arrested for throwing missiles into the home end. Mm-hmm. Firstly, what has been done to address this? What conversations have you or relevant club staff had with the police, and what actions will be taken to avoid future problems? And someone called Charmless Man, um, which I'm guessing is a Smiths reference, um, has said that retrospectively prosecuting people is not the answer.
0: No, I'd agree. Um so the, the 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 first thing you you do is, is we you know up the searches as the, as the as the way fans go in the rea- the reality of that is that once they're in the stadium if if they're hell bent on on doing it mm-hmm. um from where it is that's that's difficult to stop the the, the when i looked at the the game my, my initial first reaction is um the fans can't sit in those front rows because it makes it easy so i i said you know that, that, that we just, the ground's big enough that we don't need to yeah to allow that. I've then said that after the second incident, this could continue happening, and whilst it penalises the way fans that behave well, of our, our home fans deserve and expect to be able to come to the ground safely. So for me, netting is what we will do. Yeah. Um. Th- there is a cost element to that, and I'm also ha- well. I'm having a conversation about that, saying for what we spend to keep our fans safe. Um, you, you might argue that when the first thing comes over at Coventry, um, we then respond, but that was relentless for ages. Yeah. Um, and bear in mind the size of our police bill, which has been touched on, and, and, and the cost of our stewarding. I, I think we deserve far, far, uh, our, our, our fans and, and the club deserve us to swing into action better than, than happened there so um, but again that is is retrospective so what we're, we're going to have to do um, because I think the fans will stay up there because moving them it creates other logistical headaches is we are going to have to take a choice on either the netting or the perspex or, or, or some of the options that, that we've got and we're, we're going to have to spend money and, and actually make that happen um and there were different types you, you know to not affect the view and everything else so yes it's not up there but um i, I would think within a a matter of weeks we'll have made the, the decision on which which option that we take but to me of all the suggestions that we've had
1: that's the best
0: one uh, well yeah <coughs> yeah um it does work yeah I, I, and i and i feel bad about that for the, the twenty sets of fans that behave, and you know we've we've restricted the Portsmouth allocation down, yeah, based on last year, and and you know that the but the problem with it is you can search fifteen hundred people, you can take bottles off them, um, and and stuff that they can't throw, but fundamentally, if you've got fifteen hundred people up there and somebody wants to misbehave, Honestly. um then they they may especially you know if they've had a few beers and and done this and but what i saw at coventry was absolutely di- disgusting and you shouldn't have you know at oxford you know one one lad did it and at uh, Portsmouth, you know w- w- one guy did it. but it doesn't matter if it's one um you know it it, it shouldn't be any and somebody is going to get hurt and that that isn't that 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 isn't on and and i was disgusted when i saw it and um the The process of us organising it is taking a, it is taking a little bit too long, and we we have said you know we we need to wrap this up, yeah, uh, and and get it done, and and we, we, you know we're talking to the police about the, the the costings and and of certain things and everything else, but the reality of it is, um, just like we need to get promoted this year, we need to get the netting up this year,
1: yeah. yeah. So just absolutely final thing to, to yep. sort of put. And what can you say to fans to um, show them that the future at
0: Sunland is bright? um well i firmly believe it's bright and i've got a little bit more knowledge of the things going on behind the scenes yeah um so you know from that perspective you have to trust that the things that that i'm talking about that i think might happen are are, are really good exciting things uh for the football club um and and i firmly believe we bottomed out and we're now on the journey back um and the journey back um, may take a little while, but we'll get there. We'll get there the right way. Um, I firmly believe that 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 we'll do that, and we'll have some bumps along the way. I'm sure there'll there'll be ups and downs, but um, I'm absolutely a hundred percent confident that that we'll get there. I, I'm I want to be here for ten or twenty years, you know, to 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 see. Uh, must deliver um, and, and to see the reaction of the fans when when, when we do deliver um, because I, ultimately I, I think that we will and, and I think it's always in stages this the first stage was to make the club safe then make it financially secure then get a team that we can be proud of now I think we're well on the way with a team that we can be proud of I think as a fan base we like our players we haven't got any um, Wrongins we haven 't got people that have just coming up here to toss it off and uh not not try for you yeah um i, I do think it 's probably one of the hardest times to play for Sunderland because there 's such an expectation now on players that probably are at a lower level than when we were in the Premier League, but I think when you when when the people turned up in the premier League they didn 't always expect the players to win so there's there 's a more intensity on on less able players for them to deliver mm-hmm. um and they 're probably less used to that. Than than you know players of, of, of Premier League uh, standard, That's so I, I, I do think that plays a part um, in in uh, if you like where we are. But we've all got to deal with that collectively. Same for me. Um, there's more expectation on the football club to do well now because of where it is. But um, all, all I all I can say is that um, I, I'm I'm doing my best um I'm straight it is what it is um I'm not going to make any false promises but I, but I firmly believe that we have got ourselves um in a really good position to really now push the football club on um and with the right partner that I'm hopeful that we'll get I really believe we're now going to be at the start of something that will build and build um and see us that when we actually get there we're not getting there to make the numbers up, or that if we do get back to Premier League, you turn up and and we're just making the numbers up. And you think, oh, we'll, we'll, we're we're going to lose today? We're we we've got a clear vision and a clear idea of what we want from the football club, the identity we want, the type of players that we want, and 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 where we're going to take it. And um, it won't be smooth, but I'm I'm confident we'll get there. Good. Stuart, thanks very much. My pleasure. No, no, good fun. Thank you.
1: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.